नमस्कार आचार्य जी एम ऑडिबल प्रॉपरली हाँ जी बोलिए आचार्य जी आई हैव बीन लिसनिंग टू यू फॉर क्वाइट सम टाइम नाउ एंड वन थिंग व्हिच आई हैव नोटिस इज दैट व्हेनेवर यू स्पीक ऑन एनी टॉपिक यू ऑलवेज स्पीक ऑन इट इन द लाइट ऑफ अद्वैत वेदांत एंड वन थिंग आल्सो व्हिच ऑन व्हिच यू हैव स्पोकन अ लॉट इज सेंट्स ऑफ भारत एंड देयर टीचिंग्स संतवाणी वन ऑफ द मोस्ट प्रोमिनेंट टीचिंग्स ऑफ दी सेंट्स इज डिवोशन भक्ति तो I wanted to ask you about this bhakti or devotion. What is devotion? Because uh, in the youth, there is a more tendency towards devotion rather than knowledge uh, these days, which I see. People usually prefer to go to the temples instead of reading the scriptures and everything. So I wanted to ask you, what is the meaning of devotion in the light of Vedant? No, Vedant does not. Uh... talk too much of uh, devotion because vedant is entirely based on devotion hmm? what is very foundational does not show up too much in words and where there are a lot of words it uh, it 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 points towards a certain superficiality it was laozu who said that when people are talking too much of love it simply means there is no love so what is devotion the answer must begin from the one who is at the beginning who will be the devoted one who is the one who will practice devotion the mind right it is the mind that gets devoted you say that fellow has a very devoted mind so it's the mind that gets devoted now what is this mind and what is its fundamental problem it is unfulfilled ah this mind is unfulfilled this mind is unfulfilled it wants something but it does not know what it wants we are talking of facts right that's the condition of every single person on this earth right you want and you want endlessly but you do not know what you want therefore you want endlessly you roam from door to door knocking at each door because you do not know which particular one is the suitable door from one shop to the other you wander and you lose out on all your earnings and you fill your life up with uh, all kinds of trash accumulated from these shops and none of that satisfies you just that you have lost everything that you had in accumulating that trash that's the condition of mankind so the fundamental problem of the mind is that it does not know what it wants at the same time the mind is very adept at running after its desires right and all desires arise from mind stuff can you draw a map if not on paper 
then can you have a mental map you see look at the mind think of the mind as an incompleteness right think of the mind as an enclosed entity it is Correct? running to stop running wait 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 so 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 there is there is an area that you call as the mind it's a small area and the mind is dissatisfied with itself because of its smallness the mind feels suffocated unfulfilled the mind is a small area correct the mind certainly wants something outside of itself whatsoever the mind has within itself fails to satisfy it is that the common human condition or not whatsoever is within the mind that fails to satisfy the mind correct the mind wants something outside of itself but the mind is an expert at running after its desires and where do all the desires come from they come from whatsoever is within the mind now whatever is within your mind becomes your desire correct can you desire something that is not in your mind right so all the desires that you have come from the area within the mind but now that's a very funny situation because whatsoever is inside the mind is anyway not satisfying the mind and the mind is running after a desire that is arising from within the mind so the mind will never be satisfied if it gets devoted to something that arises from within the mind the mind has to be devoted to something outside of itself correct now what is it that is within the mind names experiences memories forms shapes stories all this is mind stuff all this is within the mind correct and the mind is such a prolific manipulator it keeps creating more and more shapes stories images names forms colors attractions all that is happening within the mind constantly is it not happening but none of that mind you can satisfy the mind because the mind is sick and tired of its own stuff what happens is in the name of devotion we get devoted to mind stuff <laughs> we get devoted to something of our own desire and that is problematic devotion is wonderful bhakti is the highest possible ramana maharishi used to famously say that bhakti is the very mother of all realization such a profound and beautiful statement there is nothing higher than devotion at all the problem is not with devotion the problem is not with bhakti the problem is with the nonsense that is practiced in the name of bhakti most of these youngsters in the name of devotion they are practicing nonsense no devotion is profound and beautiful but nonsense is not bhakti is wonderful but that which you are doing is not bhakti it is something else devotion is when first of all you decide that i will not respect mind stuff correct if you are respecting mind stuff that is desire not devotion if you say i am devoted to something and that something that you are devoted to is arising from within the mind then is that devotion or is that desire
desire. So that is what is happening in the name of bhakti. In most of the places where devotion is practiced, what they are actually practicing is desire. In most places where they say that we are worshipping somebody in a, in a devoted way, what they are actually worshipping is the ego. So in the name of worshipping the Lord, they are actually worshipping their own ego. And that is the problem. Otherwise, devotion, I say, is the highest possible. I repeat, devotion is higher than knowledge. Bhakti is actually higher than Gyan. In my own way, I express that by saying that Bhakti and Jnana are inseparable. Because ultimately the disease is one. The disease is the lack of fulfillment that the mind experiences. And if your disease is your lack of fulfillment, your devotion has to be towards fulfillment. Hmm? That is what is Bhakti, that is also what is Jnana. So the way I put it is that bhakti and jnana are inseparable. They are just one. Bhakti is love. What is it that you love? One loves freedom. One loves understanding. So jnana is understanding. Bhakti is love towards understanding. How are these two different? And if you do not love understanding, you will not get understanding. Therefore, Ramad Maharshi used to say that bhakti is the mother of jnana. Bhakti means you must love freedom. Or realization. Or understanding. Love comes first, right? If you do not love something, how will you get it? If you do not love to be liberated, you will never be liberated. Therefore, love comes first. But you have to love liberation, not mind stuff. That is the problem. Are you, are you getting it? Please. There has to be love. There has to be devotion. There has to be bhakti. But sir, what is it that you are loving? Please open your eyes and honestly investigate. I am asking all the devotees. What are you really devoted to? What will you get by being devoted to your own ego and your own images? How will that help you? It's like loving one's own shadow. That's you. Somebody is worshipping his own face in a mirror. What will you get from this kind of a worship? That thing is your own reflection. That thing is just your own projection, your own creation. Being devoted to that will fetch you nothing. In fact, being devoted to that is highly irreligious. It is very, very anti-spiritual. Because spirituality is all about transcending the ego. Instead of transcending the ego, if you start worshipping the ego, are you spiritual or religious? No. So that's the problem. In the name of bhakti, people are practicing desire as devotion. How to be cautious of that? Whenever you find yourself loving something, ask yourself, is it mind stuff? If it is mind stuff, it is not worthy of devotion. Attraction towards mind stuff is called desire. That's the definition. Kindly remember this definition. Attraction towards mind stuff is called desire, not devotion. Devotion is when you love liberation. That is called devotion. Devotion is when you 
are attracted towards something beyond the mind that is devotion when you are attracted towards something within the mind that is desire will you remember the distinction when you are attracted to something within the mind that is desire when you are attracted to something beyond the mind that is devotion now most people who practice devotion are actually just allowing themselves to be attracted to something within the mind and that will not help that will not help and again there the problem is in the name of practicing devotion they are just following rituals which they call as practices even bhakti has to be studied you have to go to a saint kabir you have to go to shandila bhakti sutras narad bhakti sutras and people have not read them people have not read if you go to saint kabir or if you go to guru nanak dev they are all worshippers they are all saints of nirguni bhakti hmm but but uh, the so called devotees never go to them they think that just uh, you know blindly following some rituals would turn them into devotees that is not devotion and if you object to them they say that you are objecting to devotion what you do not understand is that devotion is beautiful bhakti is supreme but in the name of bhakti if you do nonsense uh, that cannot be uh, <coughs> accepted hmm? for your own good because because that which you are doing in the name of bhakti hmm? i am saying to those youngsters your question referred to in the name of bhakti if you are doing all kinds of miscellaneous things that will not help you and you deserve to be helped every single creature on this earth deserves to be helped we are all potentially very beautiful we all deserve to be liberated huh? but not if we uh, choose blind paths i repeat fall in love commit yourself fully to something but be very cautious that that which you are committing yourself to is not just a creation of your own fertile mind and when i say your own mind i mean man's mind a human being's mind if something is arising from the imagination of a human being it is just mind stuff and mind stuff can be good bad ugly whatever it is but mind stuff can never be divine mind stuff can be good bad useful useless all those categories are okay but mind stuff can never be worthy of your worship worship is sacred and the sacred is that which is beyond your mind whatsoever is within this this little little vessel how can it be worthy of worship it is so small this vessel is so small how can this be worthy of worship instead you are worshiping something from within this vessel it will not help yes so love is wonderful and love is the highest bhakti is topmost but be cautious in the name of bhakti do not be fooled
learn from the real sages go to the saint poets see what they have said in their devotion about devotion and then you will know the real nature of bhakti so there is a follow up on this in the saint literature the saints have uh, some of the saints have uh, emphasized a lot on lord's name like i was reading uh, ramcharitmanas first few pages of ramcharitmanas tulsidas ji says he places the name of the lord above everything else and as you say the names and the forms and everything rise from the mind so what is the name uh, the name is being used here to refer to something else or is the name in itself is being called supreme naam anam anant rahat hai that's the name that which does not have a name is the name naam anam नाम अनाम अनंत रहत है दूजा तत्व न कोई नो सेकेंड वन नो सेकेंड वन हैज एनी सब्सटेंशियलिटी दूजा तत्व न कोई दैट विच डज नॉट हैव अ नेम दैट अलोन इज द नेम दैट कैन हेल्प यू दैट अलोन इज द अनलिमिटेड नेम बियॉन्ड टाइम are you getting it so when you are asked to repeat the name of the lord essentially you are being given a name that does not have any meaning so that the mind can be taken away from all the names it remains very absorbed with what is mind stuff a lot of names hmm is there anything in your mind that does not have a name tell me think of all the things that are there in the mind do they have a name or not so names are the curse of the mind names are the curse of the mind realizing this the true saint said that let there be a name that can have no meaning within the mind naam anam so there is a name but it should be nameless it should have no meaning then it becomes useful because even though it is a name yet it is taking you beyond the mind are you getting it so when you repeat the nameless that's also what is called the ajapa jap repeating the nameless when you repeat the nameless then the great blessing is that you are relieved of all the names that plague and dominate the mind if you are totally absorbed in that one name then you will have to leave behind all the other names and all the other names are mind stuff so in leaving behind all the other names you have left behind all the mind stuff and that is peace that peace is the final destination of all spiritual effort are you getting it it's a beautiful Uh, it's a, it's a beautiful method remembering that one name but that one name cannot be mind stuff one name that cannot be stuff of stories that one name has to be something that takes you beyond all your stories because the mind finds nourishment in stories 
we do not want to give more nourishment to the mind. That one name has to be something with which you cannot attach any attribute, no story. That one name should have no past, no future. That one name is something you should not be able to give any association to. Hmm? So it has to be a very super special name. A name without a father, a name without a son. A name without a form, a name without a story. Only that kind of a name can really help you. The, the knowers, the saints have advised you to constantly abide in such a great and unique name. Anything else? No, sir. Thank you, sir. I wish you good health. Thank you.